to read a poem called Winter Grace by Patricia Farnioli. If you have seen the snow under the lamppost, piled up like a white beaver hat on the picnic table, or somewhere slowly falling into the brook to be swallowed by the water, then you have seen beauty and know it for its transience. And if you have gone out into the snow for only the pleasure of walking barely protected from the galaxies, the flakes settling on your parka like the dust from just-born stars, the cold waking you as if from long sleeping, then you can understand how more often than not truth is found in silence, how the natural world comes to you if you go out to meet it. It's icy ditches filled with dead weeds, it's vacant birdhouses and dens full of sleeping. But this is the slowed down season held fast by darkness. And if no one comes to keep you company, then keep watch over your own solitude. In that stillness, you will learn with your whole body the significance of cold and the night, which is otherwise always eluding you. Winter's Cloak. This year I do not want the dark to leave me. I need its wrap of silent stillness, its cloak of long-lasting embrace. Too much light has pulled me away from the chamber of gestation. Let the dawns come late. Let the sunsets arrive early. Let the evenings extend themselves while I lean into the abyss of my being. Let me lie in the cave of my soul, for too much light blinds me, steals the source of revelation. Let me seek solace in the empty places of winter's passage, those vast dark nights that never fail to shelter me. This is a season where so much of the natural world seems to slow down or pause. The deciduous trees have lost their leaves. The lakes and rivers start to freeze. Many animals hibernate or otherwise move more slowly in this season. When there is snow, It muffles the sound, and everything is just a little quieter than usual, feels a little calmer than usual. And yet we know that in this season when external signs might make us think of stillness and calm, there is much happening below the surface. There is life teeming in trees without leaves and ponds with a thick coat of ice on the snowy days. 
deep in the soil, seeds are germinating. Preparations are soon underway for the expansive green that awaits us in the spring. Beneath the surface, life is still teeming. New life is beginning. This year, for me, this germinating darkness is not a metaphor or a posture to borrow from the natural world. I am literally creating new life. I am quite literally a chamber of gestation. As many of you know, I am pregnant. So in my womb, there is new life coming into being. Masses of cells have organized themselves into organs and limbs. And this almost baby, this 23-week-old fetus, kicks and moves and listens and grows. And it just happens. I'm not in charge. I'm not managing it. It's just unfolding. And new life will emerge in the spring, reminding me of all the hard, slow work happening around me, the results of which will not make themselves known until later. So in this solstice season, we remember that we need a season of darkness, seasons of quiet, seasons when the external work slows so we can take up the internal work necessary to continue to live lives of integrity and service and joy. We learn this from nature. We learn this from the pagan traditions that mark this turning in the wheel of the year. We learn this from other wisdom sources, like depth psychologist Carl Jung, who reminds us, one does not become enlightened by imagining figures of light, but by making the darkness conscious. We learn this from our experiences, from the dreams that take shape in darkness in our minds during the night. May we all bring consciousness to this time of darkness. In the beautiful poem read by Gordon earlier, Patricia Fagnoli writes, truth is found in silence, how the natural world comes to you if you go out to meet it, its icy ditches filled with dead weeds, its vacant birdhouses and dens full of the sleeping. But this is the slowed down season held fast by darkness. And if no one comes to keep you company, then keep watch over your own solitude in that stillness. You will learn with your whole body the significance of cold and the night, which is otherwise eluding you. This time of darkness is an invitation to turn inward, to seek solitude, to attend to the depths, to learn with our whole body the significance of cold and nights. Perhaps you have internal unfinished business, grief or loss, heartache, sadness, transitions that need your attention in this season. Let us make time for it, beginning in this gathering here today and knowing that the real, true, deep work will require much more time than today. This morning, let us engage this season of outward darkness 
and dormancy and inner transformation. How might we slow down this winter, this dark season? What might we seek to cultivate, to germinate, to create in this season? What do you hope might emerge in your life and in our world when the green returns in the spring? For the rest of this morning, our service will flow differently than it usually does. I'm speaking less and leaving more time for silence. When I'm done speaking, I'm going to invite you into a time of silence. It will be longer than the silence we usually keep here in our worship. I invite you to take smooth breaths, to find a comfortable posture. If a mental image is helpful to you, I invite you to visualize a sprouting seed or a tree with deep roots, remembering all that must happen below the surface for growth and stability and strength to be possible. If you like to look at actual images, there will be some on our screen. I invite you to reflect on what you hope might germinate in your life in this time of darkness, how you might make room for more stillness and the quiet transformations that stillness makes possible. The silence will first be broken by a chant. When the music starts, I invite you to stay seated and join in as a sung form of meditation, if you wish. And then we will return again to silence. Perhaps you will want to return to the same image or metaphor or thought process you used in the last silence. Perhaps you will try something else. Perhaps you will have discovered and named a hope and you can breathe in and breathe out with that hope. And then we will have a short ritual. When I invite you all, anyone who wishes to can come forward and plant a seed in our pot of earth. For some, moving our bodies and planting a literal seed can be a way to signal intention to plant those metaphorical seeds we are thinking about. And some of you might not wish to participate, and that's fine too. Um, just so you know, the soil spent the night outside, so it is frozen. I'm sure that adds some metaphorical depth. It's, it's thawed on the top, but don't try to dig in too deeply. Again, all this metaphor, all this metaphor. And if you decide to plant a seed, you can do that silently, or if there is a word or a phrase you wish to voice as you do that, please do. And when that ends, we'll have another short moment, moments of silence, ended by two readings, a poem, and a contemplation of our chalice flame. When that ends, our contemplative time together will end, and we will sing our joyous closing song together. This is all an experiment, as so much of what we do here and in life is, actually. So I welcome your reflections after the service, if this is a meaningful, resonant time for you, or not, please let me know. So I invite you into a comfortable posture. I invite you to slow your breathing, take smooth breaths. I invite you to attend to the darkness. I invite you into the possibilities for growth, 
and transformation in this season. Please feel free to sing from your seats.
Delicate Needles by Rolf Jacobson. It's so delicate, the light, and there's so little of it. The dark is huge. Just delicate needles, the light, in an endless night. And it has such a long way to go through such desolate space. So let's be gentle with it, cherish it, so it will come again in the morning, we hope. Chalice Flame Contemplation In this time of long nights and short days, let us seek the light within. By contemplating the image of a candle flame. Notice how the soft, quiet, and gentle flame tamely rises from the wick. Yet just by touching a dry twig, it has the power to become a raging bonfire to light up the night. Let that little candle flame be your friend this morning. Allow it to quiet your mind as you attentively watch its flickering glow. Allow it to calm your mind in a way that brings a stillness that can light up the interior of your being, that can help you find the wellspring of your feelings. Allow it to show us our inner sense of knowing that can help us notice the ways we've strayed or harmed others, to warn, warm us reflecting on the ways we've been touched and the ways we've opened our hearts and inspire us through making new connections and discovering new insights. May this simple flame touch the dry twigs that guard our hearts, allowing the power of light to penetrate our self-protection and show us the amazing potential for heat and light that resides within us. 